This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Albertsons, it's just better. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Peterson Chevrolet, satisfy your love to drive. Comet Dry Cleaners, it's the best. The Wellness Center of Boise, to do well, you have to be well. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. Our special guest today is Jackie Corda, and Jackie is the wife of uh, the late Doug Corda, the softball coach at Eagle High School. And man, what a story Eagle High School has been in in softball this year, Uh, not only winning the state championship, but being ranked number one in the nation. And that is something that's, uh, that's awesome. Um, obviously, uh, D- Doug died of a, tra- a tragic uh, cancer situation uh, last November after leading Eagle High School to the state championship in 2015. But uh, we'll talk more about that in, in a bit. But Jackie, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thank you, Skip, for having me. It's, it's a real pleasure to have her here today. And I know she's got a lot to share because... In my book, in my world, uh, VIPs, uh, you know, they talk about politicians, they talk about a lot of others, but uh, VIPs in my book are coaches' wives because I know how important they are, I know what roles they they play, and, and they just are, are, are very special people. Well, Jackie, um, I want to have you kind of share the story. I know that uh, you mentioned that when Doug became ill, diagnosed with cancer, you started blogging. And uh, why don't you take us kind of through that story? And uh, yeah, let's start with that. Um, In March of 2014, he was having headaches and um, took him in to the emergency room and they found a mass. Hmm. And so uh, the following Thursday, we did an MRI. Surgery was scheduled the next week which was also opening day of the 2014 softball season at Eagle High. So instead of being in the dugout for that opening game, he was in surgery having a brain tumor removed. Hmm. Hoping we would get the best news possible, that it wouldn't be cancerous. Um, We were knocked to the ground. Hmm. Told that it was a Stage four, brain tumor. And I remember looking at him, and we instantly said, now we fight. Yes. Now we fight. It was never, we're going to stay down. Hmm. It was always, we're going to get back up. We did chemo, radiation, the tumor grew. July of 2014, we headed to Seattle, Washington to have another brain surgery. We saw specialists there and they got the majority of the tumor that surgery. Right. We felt really confident. Um, The one thing that Doug and I both chose 
was we were going to fight to the very end. And there was nothing that was going to stand in our way. And whatever we could do, we were going to do. Um, he did more radiation, more, in, more intense radiation in Seattle. Um, in April of 2015, we got our very first clear MRI mm -hmm. that tumor had not grown. I think through the whole process of it, we were hit every time with more growth, more spots, we're going to do this. And never once did it cross our mind to give up. Yeah. We had a plan. Yep. A game plan. We had a game plan. Yep. I started our blog off with, we've got a game plan. Hmm. I took it as what we have in our life, athletics. We both grew up playing sports. He was the coach. We, there was always a game plan. We had an offense and we had a defense. Wow. And we were going to fight through it. And we both knew through the process, as you know, yep. sometimes you've got to change the defense. Right. And so um, he was cleared to go back in the dugout for the 2015 season. And that was exactly where he wanted to be. Hmm. Even with chemo treatments, at noon, he was on the field at 3 o'clock for practice. Wow. And he just had a passion and a heart for the game yeah. and those girls. And those girls. Absolutely. Yeah. He was always the first to say, I don't do it for myself. Yeah. I do it for these girls. Yeah. And they appreciated that, too. I, I remember seeing a picture in the paper, and they all – brought softballs and yes. rode on them and had them in your front front yard and so it was it was a, a great relationship both ways yes um, the 2015 season I always I go back to a Bible verse mm -hmm. Ephesians 4:29, which states do not use foul or abusive language let everything you say be good mm. and helpful so that your words will be encouragement to those who hear them. Yep. Doug took that yep. in the dugout, yep. that 2015 season. Yep. Yep. And I realized that yep. that Sunday morning we woke up with 90 softballs yep. in our yard that said, thanks for teaching me more than softball. Right. Thanks for believing in me, coach, when no one else did. Yep. That's what coaching is about. Yeah, it is. There, there's no question. And, and Doug was an encourager. And I think his legacy, obviously, uh, they've done so well as far as the, the winning part. But there's much, much more than, than what's on the scoreboard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Life is definitely not about the win-loss record. Yeah. It's about the character you're building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've uh, shared this before that um, a coach... You know, it's not about the wins and losses, and they shouldn't be judged just on wins and losses, but it's about the men and women their players become. And that's, that's the real reward in coaching. And I know that, that uh, Doug was able to influence, and, and some of those gals are going to go on, and it's, it's going to be a, a monumental thing for them as they go through life. Yeah. yeah. It's been actually very incredible, because as a coach's wife, you think you know it all. 
because you hear him talk about it all, but you don't realize the impact they have until the opponents are sending yes, me letters right. telling me how he touched their lives. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's the proof that's in the pudding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned about coaches, being a coach's wife. Let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, you had a, a full plate, obviously, not only being a coach's wife, but a, but a husband that had been diagnosed with cancer and, and a lot on your plate. But uh, from a coach's wife's standpoint, um, what rings loud and clear to you? What, what does that role mean to you, has meant to you over the years that you've been a coach's wife? It's such an honor to be a coach's wife. And I think maybe that's hard to understand because it's the head coach that's doing the interviews. Mm -hmm. It's the head coach that's getting the credit for the wins. And it's the coach's wives that we stand in the shadow and we are so honored and proud of the accomplishments that they are making I will not lie, it's right. a struggle. Yep. We give up a lot, but I would give it up all over again. Sure. It's sure. such a joy. Well, you bounce back too. I mean, you learn how to handle it and bounce back and but uh, without a, a coach, strong coach's wife behind them, most coaches would not be able to do what they do. And and coaches wives like I say, to me in my mind they are the VIPs and and uh, just do a tremendous job. Well, let's talk about your girls a little bit. You've got three softball-playing girls as well. So let's talk about them and their careers. I've got three amazing girls. Our oldest daughter, Mackenzie. We call her Z. She is going to be a senior at Weber State University next fall. She... um, Started playing ball at three years old, and at six, Doug realized it was time for him to step in and be that coach. Mm. And um, he worked really hard at not just giving it to his three girls, but giving it to all the girls that he touched. But it was her that I think started his complete passion to coach. And then our middle daughter, Bentley, will be a sophomore at the College of Idaho, playing softball. And then our youngest daughter, Demi, will be a junior at Eagle High. And she was on this state championship team. She was. She was on the state championship team this season. And her and Bentley, our middle daughter was on the state championship team last year when when Doug was coaching. Wow. Wow. What a what an honor for for dad to coach his girls. It was it was a moment I will never forget. Yeah. Um, I recall the first game of the 2015 season and the girls all ran out onto the field and he walked to the third base foul line and he yelled at Bentley to come over from second base. Mm. And she jogged over, and all he did was embrace her. Wow. 
didn't need to say anything. No. He was just honored to be back on the field. Yeah, well, that's that's a special, special time for sure. So they're all softball playing gals, and they love it. The family's been all about it. It's it's been in the in the uh, in the household for years, and uh, it's just great to sometimes rally around something, whether it's softball or football or baseball or whatever it is that families can can get involved with together. And and obviously, uh, obviously, Doug's legacy is going to carry on, like I mentioned earlier, for for many many years. And and the new coach I sat with, it's Nicole, right? Nicole yes. Rollins. Yes. Uh, sat with her at the Idaho Youth Sports Banquet, and I think you spoke that night. I a, did. What well. an honor. Well, it was for you, and and obviously the people that were there to hear. And uh, it's such a great story, and and obviously. Um, you know, it's had a lot of tragedy to it, but it's had some, some tremendous highs as well. Well, one of the things that uh, I think folks would be interested in, in hearing, um, and again, we're talking with Jackie Corda, the wife of the uh, former uh, Eagle High School softball coach who passed away last November from cancer. Um, but Jackie, um, share with us how your faith the role that faith played through all of what was going on, the good, the bad, the ugly. I think the one thing that is so important is you go through life and you think your life is going so smoothly it couldn't get any better or it couldn't get any worse. And then a tragedy hits and you have a choice on what you want to do with it. and. We can allow it to take us down, or we can allow it to teach us lessons that nobody could teach us. Right. And Doug and I grabbed onto our faith. Hmm. The minute he was diagnosed, we knew that we needed to keep the Lord right in the front. Yep. He would be in the lineup. Yep. He would be our go-to. For sure. And we probably would never sub him out. Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. And it was moments that Doug and I shared in quiet times yeah. that really meant a lot to us. And there were moments that we thought we were alone, and then we would have a glimpse of hope. Yeah. And that is what we held on to. Hmm. For 20 months, right. we believed and we held on to hope. Hmm. Hmm. And our faith was strong, and it grew stronger than I thought it could ever get. Yep, yep. Well, you, certainly uh, Doug fought the good fight. And uh, the one thing about that as a Christian, too, is that, you know, whether you make it through it or you don't, it's a win. Either way, it's a win because he knew where he was going, and and if he stayed and, and got better, that was certainly a win. But uh, either way, it's it's a win, and I think that's that's the hope we have as Christians that we can really cling to is that uh, we know where we're going. Absolutely. You know, he's probably organizing a softball team up in heaven right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any lessons that you personally uh, took away from from all this, going through the adversity, uh, anything that really spoke to you that you'd share with others going through a, a tough situation like that? 
I think the one thing is when you're faced with adversity, don't let it define you Hmm. and don't let it destroy you. Right. You face the adversity head on and in the words of Coach Corda, you Mm. fight and you fight and you keep fighting. That's it. And... I think the one thing that I would say that I've I've taken from this journey is we we pray for a miracle, we hope for a miracle, and the moment that our loved one is gone, there is a split second that you think that prayer wasn't answered. I didn't get my miracle. When in the big picture of life, the miracle was right in front of me. Yep. Yep. It's easy to miss, isn't it? Yeah. So what is Jackie doing these days with with your life? What's going on with Jackie? So right now, I've got three girls that are keeping me busy. I've got two businesses that I'm keeping running. Mm -hmm. And I am in the process of finishing a book Hmm. that I'm writing. Is that going to be about all this? Yes. Okay. It's on our journey, and um, the end result that is more than what people think the end result is. Right. Um, I'm starting a website with a blog Hmm. to motivate people, to inspire, to keep faith and hope alive. My goal has always been if I could inspire one person, I've done my job. Mm. And so I feel Doug would be so disappointed in me if I turned off the mic, put down the pen. And so I won't allow myself to do that. I'm going to keep fighting through. I'm also trying to raise funds for the Doug Corda Softball Complex. Mm. That will be an athletic complex where all athletes in the valley will be able to come to carry on his legacy to build girls up and give them an opportunity to work year-round to become the best they can be. Isn't that great? Well, that that goes right into my mantra of coach them up, not down, you know, coaching people up. And that that is really what it's all about. Well, can you give us any uh, information on sites that people can go to and maybe mention anything about the book or the blog? How can they get connected with that stuff? So the um, Doug Corda Softball Complex, you can go to youcaring.org. Look up the Doug Corda Softball Complex. It's got a little story on there. Um, You can donate to the um, complex. Um, As of right now, I have a Facebook page, the Doug Corda Caring Clan. Caring Clan. Corda's Caring Clan. Corda's Caring Clan. And you can follow my story there. Um, that is also where I will post when the website blog is up and running. Okay. And I'm hoping to have the book into an editor's hand at the end of June. Do you have a title for the book? Um, so the title right now, in case unless it well, changes, it can, it can and that change. can happen, 
Um, the title as of right now is What Happens When You Don't Get Your Miracle. Yeah. And don't be caught off guard by the title. Right. Read to the end. Read to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fabulous. I think that's uh, that's that's a, a tremendous thing that you're you're doing, and and I know it'll it'll help people that are going through difficult times, and um, and we all do. You know, we've all got something that's going on from time to time, and and uh, or something's just down the road. So yes. it's it's good to share these stories. I'm really really pleased that you're sharing your story because to me, the greatest gift we can give anyone is to tell them our story. Absolutely. And what God's done in our life. Absolutely. That, that's the greatest gift uh, you can give to anyone. Yes. So thank you for doing that. Yes. So Jackie, when you're not doing all this stuff with softball and all the other things you're doing, what do you like to do to have fun or relax? Have you got any special things that you like to do? So um, as Doug was a softball coach, yep. I love coaching youth basketball. Okay. It's my passion. I love it. Um, I grew up with two sisters, and we love hunting and fishing and camping. Outdoor stuff. Good. Um, I love spending time with my girls. Yeah. I love showing them what life can be like, even when it gets rough. Yes. Lessons of life. What we can keep doing and keep going. Yeah, that's that's the best. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anything else that comes to mind you to get away from it all sometimes? You've got that coaching in your blood. I can see it, and uh, obviously the the family's got it uh, as well. But uh, anything else that uh, that you like to do that perhaps takes you away for the moment? I think the one thing that. I love doing is sitting on my deck yep. with a small creek that runs behind it running and the birds chirping and the breeze blowing and to sit in silence hmm. and enjoy the moment, the moment that I'm in yeah. at that second. Yeah, yeah. And that's hard to do in this, in this day and age. This culture, there's a lot of noise going on. Yes. I think it's about keeping your eyes open, but also keeping your ears open. I think we go through life sometimes, Skip. You know, we, we, we are praying about this, we're praying about that, and we don't listen or hear the moment the Lord is speaking to you. Hmm. And I think if we would unplug our ears... And take right. off the blinders. You hear and see a lot more, and you see and hear beautiful things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jackie, we've got a couple minutes left, and, and I want to spend them on something I think people would love to hear from you. Um, we talk about principles and practices and priorities and values, and and uh, what would you say to parents in today's culture you know obviously it's a very competitive thing there's a lot going on and and uh, there's so many different games and stuff on weekends and but what, what would you say to parents of young athletes of today how would you coach them 
If I could speak just to the parents, I would tell them to enjoy the moment. Yeah. I would tell them five positives and one negative. They only hear the negative, so don't even say it. Yeah. Coach them up. Yeah. Tell them how great they are. I would tell the parents in a blink, it's over. Yeah. And when you're playing T-ball or you're playing kindergarten Y-ball, you are not in the World Series <laughs> and you are not in the no. NCAA tournament. No. Enjoy those kids. Keep family first. So true. You need to keep your family first before any sporting event. Trust in the Lord hmm. with whatever he puts in your path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good words, good words, Jackie. And love those babies. Love those babies, yeah. Love them up, coach them up, absolutely. Well, if I'm hearing you properly, why it's all about keeping the proper perspective and not losing what's going on in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 that's really what it's all about. Well, Jackie, it's been a wonderful time today, and, and we sure appreciate you joining us on Game Plan for Life. We, Thank you for having well, me. We wish you nothing but the best, and uh, please greet those girls for us and, and uh, cheer them on. I, know, I will absolutely I know you will. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thank you, Skip. Be sure to check out Game Plan for Life next week as Skip talks to Dr. Stoney Foster of the Wellness Center of Boise. And be sure to check our website to hear every Game Plan for Life and see who Skip has coming up next week. Just go to 941thevoice.com, that's 941thevoice.com, and click on Program Archive. And remember, you can catch any of Skip's shows on iTunes. If you have a question or comment for Skip Hall about today's show, just send an email to skip at myfamilyradio.com. That's skip at myfamilyradio.com. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. And remember, no game plan, no victory.